over a cup of coffee with HJ. Welcome to my podcast, the Full Spectrum Cross Cultural Podcast, directly from Shanghai. As an independent inspirator, I share with you valuable insights on important topics, perspectives which make life meaningful. Hello to my podcast. Over a cup of coffee with HJ. Broadcasted directly from Shanghai. Today, I want to share some thoughts、uh, with you about the bright future of online education. Probably, you are not into the field of、uh, education. The last time you have been at school. Or at university have been some years ago. So probably you have done your studies offline or at least to a certain degree. What happened in the last、uh, five years, especially during and after COVID, is the I would say some kind of disruption how we teach. But the question is: Is this positive development, as many many influencers, leaders, companies, private-run educations claim? I'm not really sure if I can agree to this bright future. Of education. Why? This is what I want to explain to you and share with you in this series about the bright, bright, bright future of online education. First, we have to be very clear: what is education? What is the main goal of education? What is the purpose of a really good teacher? If we can answer these questions, we will get a very clear picture. If the tool online education is helpful or not. First, what is the purpose of a teacher? You can ask any teacher on this planet, and they will tell you, or at least agree, to make your students stronger than you are. This is the definition of a good teacher: to empower students, to inspire them, to de- help them to develop their sweet spot and overcome challenges, to give them tools, and last but not least, to share your knowledge and your information. This is the second point. Most people. Do not take into consideration when they are talking about education. There is a difference between knowledge and information. When a friend of you tells you, "Oh, I'm doing my online MBA and、uh, get plenty tons of online PDFs and prefabricated lectures," this is not knowledge. This is information. Information is, as you know, from your smartphone, from your computer. It's some kind of 
signals. It is a description of something like in Africa, the weather is hot. North Pole is a cold region. Snow is cold, damp, hot water, vaporized water is mostly hot. So the president of this republic is named like this. The law of Newton is defined as that. Knowledge is the way how you apply these kind of informations. And this is mostly bound to individuals, to humans. And there comes the teacher into the game. The teacher empowers to help the students to create an experiment, uh, an experience and create an environment where information can transform into knowledge. And this is not done by sharing PDFs and online tutorials or frontal teaching as it is mostly and widely done when we are talking about online education. If you talk with programmers and designers for educational institutions, uh, for creating online learning environment, they will tell you, yes, we have virtual platforms and they collaborate in chat rooms and so on. And it's really fancy, nerdy, and they always have some kind of uh, proof of concept, role models and leading universities who apply this. But then we come to the point, is this how humans create, let's say, real knowledge? How is knowledge created? You have to take into consideration that human is an entity which is bound to its own body, physical body. We are living not in a simulation, we are living in a real world. This is why we have certain tendencies, what we like and what we don't like. If we want to establish a personal relation, if we want to create a startup, if we want to do a project, it is very crucial to meet these people, to create an informal network which is reliable and trustful. And this is what happens if you are studying at a private university or a top leading university where people meet and create real life offline projects, which can also be done online. But the preliminary step is that they know each other offline. There are also always examples which uh, give you a proof that you can do anything online. But now we dig up the rabbit hole. One of my former professors at Heidelberg University, Professor Dr. Peter Moisburger, who died three years ago, he was a leading researcher and scientist in the world of geography of knowledge and education. And what he clearly find out in his studies since the 1980s is it is crucial to have personal relationship 
from a certain level on. If you're only a worker who has to do is getting job done at the office desk, you can sit anywhere and do what your manager is telling you. But from the mid-level on, it is crucial you have informal contacts, a network of personal relationship which has been created on a golf course, in a squash court, or at the evening beer, and not with an online chat forum. So what he said is, yes, you can use home office, but only for the low level jobs, the more responsibility you have, the more power is concentrated in the center. And this is offline. And last but not least, who is the gatekeeper when you're talking about online education? Who is offering you the resources, controlling the resources? Who is controlling the algorithms of the search engines? Who is holding and sharing the information so that you can get access to it? So there are many questions and today's podcast has been right now two big cup, cups of coffee. I thank you for listening. I am looking forward to share your insights and probably we can have also a discussion in our next podcast about the bright future of online education. See you. Bye-bye. Zaijian. -bye.